This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Food and Drug Administration has a new leader. The Senate confirmed Robert Califf with a 50-46 to 46 vote today to be the next FDA commissioner. It's a role he also held during the Obama administration. The cardiologist and professor faced bipartisan opposition over his ties to the pharmaceutical industry, but also received bipartisan support given his experience in the role. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. The leader of USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service is defending the agency's approach to staff and producer interaction throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. NRCS Chief Terry Cosby was in Orlando today to speak to the National Association of Conservation Districts. He says precautionary steps taken over the last two years have field offices on good footing now. I know there's a, a lot of talk about, well, we need those folks back in the office. I know a lot of producers I've talked to said, well, we want to see those folks back in the office. I think that because of the precautions we took, we're in a better place today to go back to the office and provide that assistance that we have not been in the office to provide. Now, I would tell you that this staff is resilient. Your staff and my staff are resilient because they figured out how to get this work done, even in the midst of a pandemic. He says as case numbers across the country improve, USDA will monitor the return to office status of its field employees. We have a pandemic coordinator, Homeland Security folk person that works, uh, gives us daily briefings. And so with some of the numbers, we've been able to increase, increase staffing across the country in some of our field offices. He says NRCS staffers were still productive during pandemic-induced telework. USDA's civil rights efforts were under the microscope on Capitol Hill today. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. The office tasked with making sure USDA properly addresses civil rights complaints has not met its own criteria for improvement. That's one of the takeaways from an inspector general's report that was the focus of a hearing in the Nutrition, Oversight, and Department Operations Subcommittee of the House Ag Committee. USDA Inspector General Phyllis Fong said the current situation has not changed much since the last inspection. We have identified these same themes 14 years ago in testimony to Congress. Um, and civil rights and outreach activities have been a management challenge on our list of key challenges facing the department for 20 years now. Specifically, the report found more staff and updated technology might help. Fong said the current leadership of the Office of Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights, known as OSCAR, is aware and cooperating. We have accepted OSCAR's proposed actions to address our recommendations. But several members of the subcommittee remained concerned about the well-established history of discrimination at the department and the slow processing of complaints. The report found the number of days the office took to evaluate complaints increased every year from 2017 to 2019. Subcommittee Chair Connecticut Rep. Johanna Hayes said she planned to request more details from the report. It is clear that there is a challenge with investigating civil rights complaints, and we have the information, and as we plan to go forward, we have to come up with some some solutions to close these loops and address these problems. It is unacceptable that this has gone on for this long with no clear end in sight. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Finally today, the highly pathogenic avian influenza outbreak has spread to two more states. USDA says the disease has been detected in a commercial broiler chicken facility in southwest Kentucky and a backyard flock of mixed species birds in central Virginia. 
That detection follows a confirmed outbreak at a commercial turkey facility last week in southwest Indiana and January detections in wild birds in the Carolinas. The facilities have been quarantined and all birds there will be depopulated. The virus poses no human health risk and the infected birds will not enter the food supply. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. When it comes to conservation and sustainability, America's farmers and ranchers are literally the boots on the ground. Every day and every season, farmers and ranchers are looking for ways to do better and help fulfill their mission to produce our nation's food, fiber, and fuel. It's just what they do. Learn more at fb.org forward slash sustainability. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.